Dean, take take us away through our uh, through our movie uh, movie brackets. Where where do we leave off? Well, we're we're in something called the uh, the final four. We are down to the the semifinal. I don't think matchup. that's. Uh, are we allowed to say final four? Uh, the, uh, the the last four. The last four. Yeah, we'll go with the last four, right? so we don't get a copyright strike. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I even rewrote these and uh, double check the seating. So um, <laughs> it's not all chalk, although it's close. Um, in the world bracket, we have the matchup of. Rocky versus Miracle, which had its anniversary this week. And uh, in baseball, we have a league of their own versus the natural. Uh, Rocky's a one seed Miracle, three seed base uh, league of their own is a two seed and the natural is the one seed in that bracket. So the one seeds did did make it to the end. But, um, you know, we'll see. You know what I noticed while I was scrolling through Twitter is that uh, the anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. What what, what is that? Day? Was this, that was Saturday, right? Yeah, it was Saturday. The yeah, uh, yeah. Right. That's that's also uh, Crocodile Hunter Steve Irwin's birthday. Oh, yeah, it's small world. Freaky <laughs> how those things coincide. Um, it was also the two year anniversary of the U.S. women beating Canada in the middle of the night. Cool. Wait, so Steve Irwin was born on the day the U.S. men's hockey team won? No, oh. not the day, but like the same date. Oh, the same date. Okay, I was going to say, I thought that Yeah, Steve you could Irwin... celebrate both the anniversary of Miracle on Ice and Steve Irwin's birthday. So is Steve Irwin day. one of those guys we still celebrate his birthday, kind of like Elvis, and not his death day, kind of like John Lennon? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Ironically, that... Crikey. Um, ironically, that um, Stingray that killed him named Mike Arruzzioni. Wow. That, who knew? Highly venomous. <laughs> Mike Arruzzioni. <laughs> okay, Rocky versus Miracle. Yeah, Rocky right. versus Miracle. I feel like that's the easier of the two matchups, in my opinion. That's a solid. That's a solid final two coming out of the uh, the all sports. It's such a similar story, man. The beats are so similar. There's well, it is. There's ice skating in both. It's 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 incredible. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's I I spent a lot of time this week thinking about these matchups, and we have. A true story in each, you know, a league of their own and miracle and a fictionalized, you know, a fiction story in each. And with Rocky and Miracle, it is the same story. Like Miracle is a true life Rocky story. Now, Rocky, on the other hand, gave us the freaking term Rocky story. So (laughs) (laughs) it, it, it does. It is. I think, and I, but I mean, I think the difference between them is there's like, yes, the, 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 mir- the miracle takes these beats from actual events. Um, but the, but Rocky is such, I don't know. I feel like there's more to it besides the sports than, than, than what was going on in Miracle. Like, I didn't care as much about a, a, any individual character in Miracle as I did with Rocky. And I guess Herb Brooks is the one, like the lightning rod that you're supposed yeah. to really root for in that story. Um, and yeah, like the, the portrayal of Brooks is great, but I just can't really, 
I don't link my my wagon to it as much as I do Rocky. Uh, Chuck, you had said something about the true story, and and I got to be honest, I'm maybe somewhat ignorant. Not that I didn't know that it was based on real events. Like, oh my god, that really happened. <laughs> um, but more to the point, like because you might have a more of your, you know, with your your connections in the hockey world, how close is the portrayal of? the personalities in in the movie like was was that a pretty accurate approximation of like what her brooks was like or is it like were you know were there people that were like ah you know what a great movie but like absolutely nothing like what those people were like from what i understand it is a fair approximation of them especially her brooks in that time um now it has gone through the Disney wash. <laughs> so to give you an example, we all know that scene where um the US has a half-hearted effort mm -hmm. to uh, a tie against Norway and they're they're not really paying attention and you know Herb runs them in the ground doing the Herbies, the you know, hockey equivalent of like the suicides to the point where players are vomiting on the ice and they just can't go any further. And Mike Ruzioni stands up and goes, my name's Mike Ruzioni. <laughs> Who do you play for? It's this American. <laughs> and, and he goes, that's it, boys, and like storms off the ice. Now, the real-life version of that is Mike Ruzioni did stop it by getting up, taking a stick, and going, fuck this shit, and breaking a <laughs> stick and storming off the ice. That's way less romantic than, like, running up the stairs in skates and hopping up and down and, and like, being surrounded by small children. Oh, no, that would be in Miracle, the sequel. <laughs> but for me, that that point is a good one because it's not which one's telling the true story, which one tells more truth. Miracle has been through that Disney whitewashing and we see character flaws like Herb Brooks and I forget the, the name of his wife, but their marital strife was like one vaguely heated conversation. Rocky starts off working for the mob and it doesn't need to be like it's not saying real life we all are more shady than people in a Disney movie, but we're not perfect characters we're not perfect people you know our life doesn't boil down to one aspect even adrian in the the first movie she i don't want to say flawed but is is a wallflower is not yeah like some sort it, of social anxiety yeah exactly she she is not personable and she she connects with rocky and then later she becomes this just you know, love interest, but there's a lot of depth in Rocky and telling Paulie, man, like Paulie might be the greatest character wow. in the whole series. I mean, how many Paulies do you know in real life? Yeah, it's it's a broad portrayal and it only gets broader throughout sure. the film series. But we all know him. We all know the guy, you know, or girl or whoever it is in your life, kind of like trying to hustle to make their way and having a bad bit of luck and just trying to eke out a living however they can. And that's, that's, that's Rocky too. That's the Disney whitewashing sure. of Rocky. I think right there, Chuck. Well, yeah. Describing <laughs> Paulie as a guy that's just kind of down on his luck. <laughs> <laughs> 
kind of well. I, I was saying in uh, flawed and relatable. Well, yeah, it's yeah, bigger I mean, a than guy, everyday life. I didn't yeah, have a sister, of... but I imagine that if I talked to my sister like that, my my like somebody would probably put me in jail. Not in the seventies. Not in the seventies. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, it's a guy. You don't know, have a lot of opportunities. Uh, you know, not not a great education. Substance abuse problems. I, I mean, it it really is. It, it's as gritty as it gets. I guess. And hell, man, the, just I, look, I've watched Miracle a bunch of times. Yeah. But ain't nothing I'm watching more than Rocky over and over and over again. I can't. I just can't. I can't stay away. See, for I mean, I'll make it official. I think people have probably picked up on it. I am voting for Rocky over sure. Miracle. Um, and I love Miracle. It is my go to sports movie. And the part of it that saccharine Disney coding on it helps. But. Rocky's a better film. Rocky here here's the here's the tipping point for me. And I was thinking of it earlier this week of uh, you know miracles this great story in US history and hockey history and it, it, it's so meaningful in the US in the hockey world but it's game 7 of the Stanley Cup final. Uh, between the the Rangers and the Kings, and the last break before the end of the third period, they're still playing the damn Rockies music. They're playing like how many away arenas and stadiums have you heard like "Gonna Fly Now" or the Rocky Fanfare or whatever? It it's so pervasive. It tell it is the pinnacle, the the epitome. Of an underdog story. Well, musically, I don't think that there's another. There is even another movie in this tournament that could identifiably stack, like stack up in a you know sense of like an. Could you identify music from that film? Yeah. No, the I mean, Chariots of Fire would be the only other sports movie that jumps out, but that wasn't in the the tournament. I can't. Right. No. Yeah. I, I yeah. So, it, you know, okay. And, you know, as far as Miracle goes, like, I I would say it's the best hockey movie. Um, I agree. Yeah. You know, we didn't talk any Mystery Alaska in this uh, series, but it's not really that great. But I felt like it could have been. Mm hmm. Like, yeah. If the Rangers lost. Um, <laughs> but no, Mystery Alaska, it really could have been. Slapshot is a product of its age. Goon is trying so hard to be Slapshot. I know some people really sure. like it. Maybe I'm just too old for Goon. Um, Youngblood, sure. Um, uh, The Cutting Edge. <laughs> I was but... just going to say, Chuck, you know, another one, Cutting Edge, great portrayal of hockey. Mighty Ducks. I was too old for the Mighty Ducks. You know, I mean, what? I I own it. Mighty Ducks is great. Mighty Ducks is fine. It's great. I mean, you know, it's a great, like, kids movie. Yeah, a kids movie, you know, that involves drunk driving. <laughs> not in the but, uh, 90s. Yeah, not in the 90s. I, was... I feel like it's the hockey Sandlot. I'd, I'd agree with that, although the Sandlot is better. Sure. But... I, I definitely agree with that. I own it. I plan on showing it to my kids mm -hmm. as soon as possible. But all right, so Rocky's in the finals. Yeah. yeah. The, the only the last thing I wanted to say about Rocky, it, the other thing that kind of I I think is is the thing that maybe 
tipped it for me, even though I didn't have to rubber stamp this one. Um, it, it's the one thing that I think universally the world appreciates that Philadelphia has given them, um, even though they make fun of the fact that we worship a fictional character by putting a statue of him in front of our art museum. Um, but I think generally speaking, if when people want to really spit in the eye of Philadelphia, what, where do they, what do they attack? What do they go after? They go after the Rocky statue. I, I don't think anybody's going after the uh, the miracle statue in wherever it is in New York. Lake Placid? Right, there. It, nobody is going after that. I mean, maybe Russia. You got a point there, Gene. You got a point. <laughs> who knows? I'm going to look it up after the show. Maybe there's a whole bunch of Russian tourists who just every year go up and like desecrate the Herb Brooks statue <laughs> that may or may not even exist in Lake Placid, New York. Should we do Great. the other matchup? Sure. Just to refresh everyone, the one seed in the baseball bracket is the natural. The two seed is a league of their own. Gene, how about you start here? Oh, okay. All right. Um, you, you, you always go last. How about you start on I'm, this I, I will. And uh, this was uh, difficult because I thought out of the gate I was going to be all a league of their own. But um, there's a couple of things that over – really working it in my brain over the course of the week um i just i just feel like there are very few american fables or american myths um that are beyond like george washington chopped down the cherry tree uh you know or lincoln could never tell a lie like to a certain degree every great society needs some sort of mythology um and this is the one that seems the, – the movie The Natural feels to me like as close as baseball ever got to putting its mythology um, on film and give it the the same treatment that like Bullfinch did to the Greeks. Um, so with that was kind of where I landed on leaning towards The Natural. It just, it just seems like – it's the difference between like your favorite like – pulp novel you know or or even like your favorite book that you your your teen uh what do they call that adolescent fiction you know like mine was uh ya fiction. Yeah, ya yes but mine was um uh ender's game which i think is a really great science fiction i know the uh, the author is problematic at best but i really love that book and uh it's the difference between something like that and uh literature like the natural is literature. The natural is uh, the great Gatsby, you know, of of baseball movies. Um, so it, it's hard for me to not give it the slight nod ahead. And maybe I'm an elitist. Maybe I am. I don't know. But and Gene, I guess I was in a the natural is not like art house cinema, by the way. <laughs> But given the competition, it is like it's oh, wow. well, it's it it's heavy with symbolism, and for me, it is the better film than A League of Their Own. Now, I'm not saying I'm voting for it over A League of Their Own. Um, of the films, I enjoy A League of Their Own more. I think The Natural is better made. I think The Natural has. 
more depth to the story, I think The Natural is more ambitious. And as much as I love A League of Their Own, the majority of this week, I was prepared to vote for The Natural. I I had rewatched it. It's more enjoyable than I remember. I remember it being more of a slog as opposed to the the film has its charm. You know, Robert Redford is an engaging character. Wilford Brimley, I can watch that man all day. But <laughs> it, it's it works it, best when you're sucking on a Werther's original. <laughs> <laughs> Having some oatmeal, checking your diabetes. Um <laughs> But so I was I'm like, yeah, it hurts me to do it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for the natural up until if we if we had done this yesterday, if we recorded the show Saturday, I would have voted for the natural up until I started listening to the Phillies game today. So I was power washing the house, like I mentioned, and I was streaming the game onto my earbuds and. I was so happy baseball was back and it wasn't a particularly warm day but it wasn't freezing it was like upper 50s sun was beating down i was you know working outside and all of a sudden just those warm baseball feelings were back how many times have i been out grilling listening to baseball even not just the phillies like if if i'm outdoors in the summer and i can listen to a baseball game i'm listening to a baseball game and that romance of baseball is captured by a league of their own and that's was missing for me from the natural and my own personal connection with baseball more closely resembles a league of their own and that that emotional connection, that fun connection, that nostalgic connection for me. So really was the tipping point was the Phillies game today, Sunday, just made me feel romantic and nostalgic for baseball and all those great memories of listening to Harry Callis call a game on the beach, you know, having it on family functions. And for me, that is a league of their own. So I'm going to go for a league of their own. If you had asked, if we did this 11 o'clock in the morning on Sunday, I would have said the natural up until the Phillies game. Then I I switched because for me, baseball is an emotional sport, less, less analytical, less symbolic. So here's where I'm at with this. Uh, the, (laughs) The thing about the thing about you know about both these movies is they're period pieces. Like the neither you know they, they both take place back in like I don't even want to call them the golden age of baseball or, or whatever. Um, <clears throat> and uh, th- there's that th- they both have a sense of, of nostalgia about them. Um, but I think that to your point, Chuck, there is more joy in watching a league of their own than there is in the natural. And the, the thing about baseball that I love so much is that spark of joy that it causes me. And, you know, I think of things like the very first game you go to every season when you walk through the concourse and it's dark, but then you see the bright green 
when you look onto the field, that's like the best feeling in the world. And, um, you know, I think that there's more th- that there is more times in a league of their own where I feel that way than the, than when I'm watching the natural. And I'll just say like, hey, man, I am not going to give a, a victory here to uh, to the New York Knights. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to give New York the satisfaction of a win here. So I'm voting for a league of their own. It's Damn. A stunner. That wow. is a stunner. That I I thought it was a possibility that either one of you would go for a league of their own. Um, my money probably would have been on Gene, but and I'm full and, of surprises. I'm a trickster. And seriously, like I said, if this was earlier today or yesterday, I would have gone the natural up until the Phillies came back, and it was like, oh no, no, baseball is is emotional baseball is joyous and man you described it so well dave uh walking off the concourse it's especially for a night game for me and where the lights are on and that green pops and all of a sudden you go from being in a building to being outside you know that is that's a wonderful moment with baseball that's it well we did it we have we have wor- worked this this thing down to one final matchup that's going to occur during the craziness of March. Also, and trying to avoid uh, any copyright strikes. Um, so next week, <laughs> tune in for Rocky, the Italian Stallion, versus. All of the Rockford Peaches, including Gina Davis and Madonna. Gene, you want to put a bow on this uh, this movie tournament we got going on? Yeah, let's uh, let's wrap it up. It's we are we are in the finals, uh, and I hope that you uh, listened to our episode last week because uh, I was lazy and did not put up a special episode this week. <laughs> I will I will uh, join the semifinal and final together at some point this week and get it up uh, to kind of uh, wrap up as we enter. March uh, craziness, because I don't want to get sued. Um, (laughs) It's March 1st, and we can crown a champion here in the month of champions. And uh, we we ran this thing as uh, baseball versus the world. Uh, It really was baseball versus Rocky, in a way. Um, (laughs) And uh, here we are. I think maybe people will be surprised to find out that... uh, Certainly not surprised that Rocky is representing one half the bracket and then the other half, the baseball half. It's being rented by, uh, represented by uh, a league of their own, which is uh, the Penny Marshall film from the. I thought Miracle put up a good 90s. showing. Miracle yeah, did against did Rocky. hang in there. I mean, but you know, it, it just came down to uh, rewatchability. I think was kind of one of the major deciding factors. Um, For me, it was sentimentality, like. I love Miracle, but it's just too saccharine, too sweet to outlast Rocky. I gave this a lot of thought this week of, you know, and I'm still not 100% sure. I'm like 90% sure which of the two films I'm going to pick to win this. But I was thinking, you know, A League of Their Own, Rocky, which one screams sports movie to me? And the answer was Miracle. 
like miracle scream sports movie to me but i think it rightfully lost to rocky because rocky is telling a very similar story but giving it more real world dramatics uh that whole warts and all that complex picture so I think Miracle is a damn fine film, and it gave Rocky a hell of a run, but Rocky's a really good film. Uh, well, I think that when you, when you say sports movie, I think Miracle was too too much sports, not enough movie. <laughs> um, and I rewatched uh, League of Their Own um, Saturday night. Okay. And uh, now I'm kind of annoyed that you picked League it over natural is representing us because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's there's not enough gut punch for me with a league of the road. Like I don't like have this. Did you hole up with a, like a scotch in a dark room by yourself? And no, watch I watched with my kids. Okay. Actually. All and right. The, Did that the... have any effect on, on your viewing experience? Did they like it? <laughs> Probably. Um, but there's something so i think that there's movies that have um that reflect a uh, like we are going to win at all like the harder our heroes try the more they will succeed like and the, the boxing lends itself to that it's like it doesn't really matter what the opponent does because rocky is going to withstand Every bit of punishment you're going to throw at him and he's just going to keep coming because of his like sheer will to to, to survive the, the match or get to the final bell or whatever. And hockey lends itself to that, too. Like that that's a sport where it's like, you know, if, if despite skill, sometimes if you have more will, you can overcome the skill. Um, And I don't know, like League of Their Own just seemed like really. It was. It seemed the way more cotton candy than Rocky for me. To say like it reflects this this podcast or or like it re- it's a reflection of me. I, I, I agree, but I feel it represents an element of sports very well. I feel like it and team sports. That's that's the real distinction here. It's boxing is an individual sport where so many times we think of team sports and that dynamic on a team versus your opponent and a league of their own captures really something about that camaraderie and teamwork and you know what's bigger than the game and what's what's not bigger than the game Whereas Rocky is the story of one man with an opportunity. It's, you know, like many great hockey stories, like you say, Dave, you know, overcoming, you know, by your will, you overcome physical adversity, which is not present at all in a league of their own. But for me, sports or 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 however you want to put it is always about team it's always about interaction between people and all 
But which is the better movie? I mean, A League of Their Own doesn't really feel... It just feels like... I mean, to me, it feels like the conflict in A League of Their Own was more... um, like among it? it? Well, yeah, it was like man versus like themselves. Or uh, it was like the team was, was fighting with itself more than it was... The opposite. They felt like the best team. Like all throughout the movie, they're the best team. Yeah. Like Gina Davis is the best player in the league. And well, see, see, that's a compelling point because she was the best player in the league. And things outside of her were drawing her down. You know, just like Rocky, you know, he has this external life that has kept him from being this great boxer. Can I ask about Bill Pullman's character in the league of their own? Now t- tell me this. All right. I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. I come home from war. Mm-hmm. My wife is the MVP basically of a baseball league. Correct. A wildly successful baseball league. And she is the best player in the league, the best player on the team that has just made it to the World Series of the Baseball League. On what planet am I like, yes, stop playing and on, let's just drop this whole thing? On planet 1942. Okay. Like, like, oh, I love the eye roll I get. Okay. But no, it's like for a certain type of man in that age and probably by a certain type, I mean most. It is you've had your fun in your little girl's league and you're done and your husband is home and he's going to take care of things. Some might find it emasculating that I was away and you've gone off to play baseball. You know, think of it that way. Like, (laughs) think of it this way of, all right, I'm going off to fight the war. All right, be good, honey. Come home. And now you're freaking Hank Aaron. You know, it's like, okay. I went away and now you're my sports idol. That that must be hard for someone of that ilk. And I'm not saying he's a complex character. I forgot that it was Bill Pullman that p- played him, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but it's it, it's a larger dynamic. I just I think, think like you're out. You're you're you've been essentially risking your life killing Nazis, uh, and like. The baseball thing is going to bother you now. Uh, I don't know. Bring it up with like the greatest generation, not me. Like next time you see your grandpa, go yell at him. But I will. Like from beyond the grave. How dare you? How (laughs) dare you encourage Gina Davis to not play in the World Series? How dare you encourage Gina Davis not to do anything? With I, all that being said, I'm still voting for Rocky. I, I I'm think, just putting it out there. I think there's a certain amount of uh, – that A League of Their Own takes on a certain amount of um, fantasy different than the natural in the fact that it, it – there is completely incapable of injecting the amount of social stigma that probably actually went on when this league was forming the amount of conversations around dinner tables, when uh, teenage girls might suggest to their fathers that this is something they might want to take part in and uh, the way that those men would probably have bristled. But 
uh, you know, there was a certain amount of we, we need to inject a certain amount of that into the, the movie anyway. But we also are kind of, you know, lighthearted family fair. So we don't want to upset people by having, you know, it, it, they were they were trying to do like vignettes. And the difference being that the exact opposite way of storytelling is in Rocky. Um, Rocky shows... Can you imagine a type of character like Pauly in A League of Their Own? Like, how how would a guy like that have worked? And the reality is, there were lots of guys like Pauly that would have been alive at, during A League of Their Own. They would have been the ones that were at the ballpark watching the games because they were incapable of fighting in the war because they were in such terrible shape. Um, <laughs> so, you know, can it's it's... I, I think that... I mean, the Tom Hanks character is kind of Pauly esque through yeah. like the first half of the movie. Yeah, I mean, and there's. And a... I mean, John Lovitz also just on every level oh. is a repugnant human being. <laughs> yeah, and I really like A League of Their Own, but you know, and I think that this is probably putting the. I don't know if this is putting the rubber stamp on it, but um, I think that there is a certain amount of encoding in my DNA that is, I will love uh, Reggie White, I will love. Um, uh, Bobby Clark, I will love Julius Irving, and I will love Rocky Balboa. Like there, there's just a certain amount of like when I when you breathe the air here, like it is formed by that movie that was came out in 1977. There is Philadelphia before Rocky, where it was Benjamin Franklin, and then there's Philadelphia after Rocky. Like they are two different places it's like rewriting the calendar it, it, it's there there is nothing in any other city anywhere that can give you the same type of relationship between and i'm it's it's art because that is something that you, you don't you don't go to omaha nebraska and be like ah let's put on the omaha movie you know like <laughs> like you know, maybe maybe in in Raleigh Durham, Bull Durham has a similar effect, but I I just I don't think so. I don't think it probably comes close. Well, I I think Rocky speaks more to the world than just to Philadelphia. I think it captures something we pride about ourselves. You know, one of the oddest experiences I've ever had traveling was going to Brussels and going, oh, this is Europe's Philadelphia. I freaking love Brussels. Everyone was kind of nice and kind of mean. You know, <laughs> they had a bit of a chip on their shoulder. They're very welcoming. If you appreciate them for being, you know, Brussels, as opposed to going, oh, you're kind of like Germany, you're kind of like France, or, or, or whatever the case may be, they really did seem to appreciate you in Brussels. And I was like, oh, yes, we get that. We get that of, you know, we have a lot to offer in our own right and not to be overlooked. And I think Rocky speaks to speaks to anyone who feels like they didn't get their shot, who anyone who thought they could do better than what they do day in, day out. And it gives an ordinary person a chance. And again, I'm voting for Rocky. But back to a league of their own. So we're talking about 1940s sexism. We have to think about 1990s sexism as well. 
And like, I'm not painting with a broad brush, but think about when the WNBA started. The WNBA was a joke. And I'm not saying that objectively, I'm saying it very subjectively in public cult, you know, the public mindset, the WNBA was a novelty. Women's sports were, oh, it's nice they get to play too. Whereas fast forward to now, look at the Women's World Cup. Look at the way people react to the U.S. women's national soccer team. Listen to look at the way they react to the U.S. women's hockey team when they won gold. People are buying in. They're not treating it as girls sports, something lesser. They're treating it as sports. And I think that's the message of a league of their own that gets a little bit lost to time. The fact that, oh, these are women competing in sports and that someone would take it seriously is a bit of a novelty. Whereas now we really do. We really do. Like, think of Megan Rapinoe, you know, posing there. See, okay. So... <laughs> this is gonna take. This is like a. This is like its own podcast. If you want to talk about this stuff, but a lot of the reason that the women's, the women's U.S. national team is so successful is because the men's U.S. national team is basically dog shit. Well, I mean, it, it leaves a window. It, 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 there's a void that. Believe me. I, I get it. They're wildly successful, and that has a lot to do with it too. But if the men were World Cup contenders, it, it, I think it would be different. And it might be, but let's look back to the movie. The men were off at war. They didn't have that alternative, and the women filled right. in, and then people really watched it and treated it like legitimate sport, which – in the 90s felt like a novelty of going like, yeah, you, you could, but you wouldn't. And in the 40s, you basically didn't have the NFL. Yeah. You basically didn't have the NBA. Yep. And you didn't okay. have hockey either. Yeah, four four cities in the nation had hockey at that time. So, I mean, that was the only game. Baseball is the only game in town, and it was gone. So yeah. I, I do I do I, I think that there is believability in it in that sense. Yeah, no, and... And we're all agreeing here. It just, for me, for me, it's more important than Rocky, but the cultural footprint is bigger in Rocky. The quality of film is better in Rocky. The storytelling is better in Rocky. Rocky wins out over a league of their own, but I really feel like it's like a 1A and a 1B or... Rocky is the champion. A league of their own gets, you know, a lifetime achievement award. I don't know, but uh, so Rocky, but is it Rocky is Rocky, and a league of their own is Taxi Driver. I don't, I, I don't know what to tell you, <laughs> or Network, or whatever, whatever the hell else was nominated that year. Chuck, are you voting for Rocky? I'm voting for Rocky. Gene, are you voting for Rocky? I am. All right, I was going to vote a league of their own, but okay, I guess Rocky wins. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.